week's edition of skip the tutorial number one video game podcast it's shitra i'm one of your hosts this week brian ichiban daniels and joining me across the universe on skype is none other than todd kakarat fortner what's going on man i shouldn't have turned you up so much because you did with the good you know it was a shit or shitra and when you start saying shit on people i'm just like yeah get turned up let's do this far no no it's no no it's like when we used to play uh, Capture the Flag, and uh, we, we, we walked away playing Capture the Flag with several bro- broken bones or people getting kicked in the dick. It just happens. It's just a normal okay. thing. All right. This is a Patreon exclusive thing, but it's, it was like this is the top seven of the year. So the whole farting and pissing on them thing, it comes from this. Give it 15 seconds. Okay. Okay. Somebody gets. I don't want no attention. I'm believe. Is Andrea not telling the truth? Absolutely. She's not telling the truth. I'm just being honest. Somebody sent me something on my phone and it said that a whole tired her. <laughs> I'm not a whole tired people. <laughs> I'm not a whole tired people. Fucking R. Kelly's getting raped, man, for peeing and doodling on people. I don't want to. Drip, drip, drip. I was just like, when that whole thing hit the fan, I was like, was anybody shocked? Because people act like they're shocked. And I was like, y'all know the boondocks covered this like years ago. Like, this has been a thing for quite a long time. Speaking of that, shout out Tyler Perry. Uh, My favorite yeah, man, part I... that that trial. That's not me in the video. Hold up his ID to the video. My name is Robert Kelly. And this is my social security number. <laughs> uh, we, we have literally talked about this 3,747 times I know. but it never gets old but yeah we've talked about this a thousand times it never gets old it's always hysterical but yeah we're talking about top 7 video games fidget games I came here to talk about video games about. I don't want to sit there and talk about uh, holographic dead people giving wishes to people that are alive I don't want to talk about that shit I want to talk about games. The best games of the year. Solitaire's number one. Is it? Is it number one? <laughs> it is kind of always number one, man. And I it think is. it's only fair. Like, did we do the proper introduction? We've been recording strangely today. Did we introduce what we were? We were talking about. We. I don't even remember what we were talking about anymore. Anyway. We are Bryant and Todd. We're a video game show. We talk about video games. Welcome to the fucking party. We're talking about breaking down our top seven games of 2020. Listen last week for our top seven hip-hop albums of 2020. And if you want more Skip the Tutorial in your life, which I don't know at this point why you would, uh, you can go join the Patreon for $5 a month and you get an extra episode a week where it's just more <laughs> of this except unfiltered. Renin fucking snippy, man. Renin fucking snippy. <laughs> that is, that is really this, is this, even, is. this is what happens when COVID hits your brain when you don't take your vaccine. This is what happens. God bless those poor souls. If they have to live in our brain for a matter of more than twenty four hours, I feel bad for them. It's just, it's just true. I wouldn't want to be in here. I have so many ups and downs these days, Todd. I know, man. It's like Cybertron in there. 
It is like because <laughs> you have that moment where you're in my brain. It's like it's like that meme of like I bet he's thinking about other women at night, and then it shows what I'm actually thinking about, and goes, "How did Transformers fuck?" Like <laughs> that is literally the things that go through my brain. <laughs> How's all right? So yeah. Uh, also, other than the Patreon with the extra stuff, you can uh do a support by free. Uh. While I can't even talk, you can do the support by free uh, by going to iTunes and reviewing us by hitting the stars with the five and the plants like Brondo for electrolytes. And I appreciate you for listening. We both are still probably cyberpunk, uh, sleeping deprived of the. Give them Brondo. Magic Johnson. Starbucks stock is up. Fuck Jerry West. Let's welcome to Skip the Tutorial on M. Night Shyamalan Project, uh, where the twist is we're both dead. Easy E's coming back to life. It's going to be like a zombie Easy E, but he'll be alive. I'm, I'm okay Rolling with this. Rolling down the street in my 6 phone. Jack, Jack in the hole or something. Um, yeah, rolling down the street in my 6 four. Jack in the. No, I don't remember it either. I thought I would remember it when I started going. I, don't I didn't remember, remember it. But yeah, he died from AIDS. Yeah, but the he did. Yeah. going to fix it. No, that's what. No, he's been dead for a long time. He had the super AIDS. They say Suge injected him with super duper AIDS. Like he he was fine, and then he like died seven days later from super AIDS. And Magic Johnson is just over here injecting money, living forever, just chilling. Like he wakes up to the Immortal soundtrack every morning. <laughs> he he wakes up to that, and then he hires Mickey Rourke to give him a foot down foot massage. That was what you plan on doing this week for your <laughs> for your vacation. I think you can hire Mickey Rourke for 40 bucks and a 40. This is one of those episodes where we go to the complete wrong side of everything. We do. Like, it's like a balance to it. We're like, trying to happen. jump on this cancel culture train. We just yeah. want to be canceled. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's the reality. Everything we say this week, don't take it seriously. But please do. I want on that train. I mean, once you've been canceled, people love you. That's what Joe Rogan taught me. I don't know what else to think. We're recording this way ahead of time. That's why I'm making all these vaccine comments, though, because I'm yeah. just interested to see. <laughs> what if you're we right? Actually, report report this. I think I'm thinking about this because you brought up the what if uh, series, uh, the Marvel what, what if? if with the zombies. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? That's made, what if that was the case? I mean, that could cure AIDS and it brought back the dead. I mean, like, it, like Michael Jackson. We need him. Everybody need. Yes, we need Michael Jackson back. Prince, bring Prince back. Have him have a zombie showdown. A zombie Prince versus a zombie Michael Jackson. That's what I want. Prince wins. He's crazy. It's, it'd be a versus. It'd be a versus. Pandemic. Yes. I, I, look, man, I'm wasting your time. I got money to get and shit to do. Uh, you got, <laughs> You are never wasting my time when we're talking about these things because this is what I live for. Aww. Thank you. This is Thank my favorite you. conversation of the week. But we are. This is gonna be a short list. Uh, <laughs> normally we do uh, top sevens or like a roundtable conversation where we start out talking about what we've been playing, some news that's recent, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven still probably, uh, and a roundtable. But this week we're doing our traditional episode. Last week we did our traditional episode with hip hop uh, top seven. This week we're gonna do our top seven video games of the year so far. 
and it's been the weirdest fucking strangest craziest year ever which is part of the reason why you got one of the weirdest strangest craziest introductions to a simple top seven list that everybody this is, this is, so, leave it to uh, us to take you. a simple top seven and turn it into this if you made it this far we really appreciate you shout out Shanice Hell Canada and China um, I know I've been making a lot of Chinese jokes lately but that's because I'm American I love you too China uh, I want to learn Mandarin um, please don't cancel us. We, if, we, if you made it this far, I'll give you free access to my OnlyFans. I still owe Bootyus Bob $27.67, Brian. Fuck. We owe money. I owe money to people. I'm in debt, just like the country. <laughs> Me too. Print but the checks. Print the checks. Print them. Mark that time. The, the checks should be printed. Hey, hey, motherfucker, stop fighting. Top seven. Top seven video games of 2020. Todd, why don't you get us started since I started us off on hip hop? Why don't you tell us? Rage Four, man, is my top seven game. Top seven. It's Street all Rage seven. It's all classic. seven games of Street Fighter. All Rage seven. Dylon, Dylon, and Dylon, my brother. Get it on Steam and pay for it. Get it for free on uh, Xbox Game Pass. When yeah. It came out. Um, it is not a blockbuster all time greatest graphical game and in some ways i would say hey, streets of rage 2 is still maybe my all-time favorite streets of rage but this one for this, this year so much fun as far as side scrolling beat em up and so having fun. my hands warm with nintendo like that warm christmas feeling yeah streets of rage 4 bro i have to start out my list with that uh and again let's keep in mind that these are just personal favorite lists this is not like a Metacritic based choice. This is just what we did and enjoyed and loved for the year. Uh, and I wouldn't have felt right without putting Streets of Rage 4 as one of my top seven favorite fun games of the year. That was, is my number seven. It was a blast, man. It made my also run list this year. Streets of Rage 4 did. Uh, it's incredible art style, incredible music, a great playthrough. I just love that game. Uh, my number seven, I talked a lot about this in those last few weeks, is Yakuza Like a Dragon. Got bumped all the way to number seven. The reason why, and I know that I say they had argument for game of the year. Well, guess what? All seven of these games had argument for game of the year for me. And it really came down to personal choice. I love Yakuza Like a Dragon. I know Rob, part of the tribe, he's he's uh, playing that game too. And it's really a lot of fun. It's got incredible humor to it, incredible combat. Um, Cyberpunk came out and made me forget all about it, though. So, yeah, because Like a Dragon is my number seven. If, do yourself a favor, though. If you like turn-based RPGs, if you like the Yakuza series, and you want an introduction to turn-based RPGs, or you like turn-based RPGs and want an introduction to Yakuza, go pick this up. This thing's been on sale for the last two weeks. Totally worth the twenty nine ninety nine. It's probably 50 or 60 hours of gameplay total, and it's got an incredible story, and the way you play through it and build your character is absolutely incredible. Yak is a like a dragon, which is also Yak is a seven, is my number seven of 2020. Nah, man, the more I heard about it, the more I saw you t- talk about it. I'm really excited about that one being on your list. I'm not a fan of turn base, but um i forgot what it was the beat em up boys or whatever the fuck he was telling me about it was a few other things where <laughs> being a being a general yes. fan of the yakuza series not so much a fan of turn base it did kind of you having so much fun i might actually fuck around fuck with that one probably wastelands 3 first yeah, oop, i probably should have said that because i'm sure that's on your list no it but, actually uh, is on my also run 
Yes. Okay. Good, good, good. I didn't fuck it up. But yeah, man, that's a good, great choice. Great choice. Number seven. Todd, what is your number six game of 2020? Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Um, ah, I know that's not going to be for is. everybody, but uh, I have, I've loved that game this year. It was a fun game. Um, it, it Now, the caveat to this one for sure is uh, across a mass scale, I don't see everybody liking this game. But as far as I mean the the minimal RPG or the RPG aspects of it, or basically the retelling of the whole original Kakarot storyline. It's one of the greatest retellings that I've ever experienced. I had a lot of fun with it. I know also uh, Sarah had a lot of fun with it. Um, in the background, you can hear my new puppy having a I, lot of fun I hear with the idea of me. He gets excited because he knows. I mean, he knows how much of a fan of Dragon Ball I am. He gets excited about that. And so yeah, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, it's I think it's on sale right now. In yeah, fact, a reminder, a reminder of how much fun I had with it was shout out again the homie Venom. Um, he had reached out to me and asked me what my opinion was, and I was like, shit, it's gonna actually be on my top seven games of the year. So uh, yeah, I went on, and it's not the the greatest game of all time, but. At the same time, it had some of the greatest boss battles, and it was the again one of the greatest retellings of the original Kakarot series, Ko Kenness, uh, that I've ever experienced ever. So yeah, that's well, my number six. It, and I've heard some of the updates to it have made it and fleshed it out a lot more. Um, yeah, like I could definitely go back and I can go back right now and play that game all the way through again today. Man, I'm interested in that one. I'm glad that one's on your list. We talked about that one earlier in the year. It was one of the first games you played from 2020, and you were really excited about that one. I want to go back and play that one, too. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Dragon Ball Kakarot. Go check it out. Let us know what your thoughts are. Um, and again, I want to emphasize these are our personal choices. When we look at the games that we played these year, these are our personal choices, like Todd said. Not Metacritic. We're just literally whatever fun we had with them. My number six surprised me about how low it was on my list. My number six, because I was so addicted to it, was Crusader Kings 3. Crusader Kings 3. That was an incredible, addictive experience. And it reminded me how much I love PC gaming, the mouse clicking, uh, strategy games even. Um, so Crusader Kings 3 really encaptured, captured for me um, you know, that feeling I had from Age of Empires, Age of Empires 2, um, even Command and Conquer. What surprised me most about Crusader Kings 3 is there is no, uh, you know, the, the interactivity is really done in story cards and dialogue cards and choices and menus and submenus. And I thought for myself that I would easily get bored with it. That did not be, that was not the case. I think I ended up putting like 45 hours into this game in a matter of like nine days. 10 days, something ridiculous. I lost sleep over this game. It could not be on my list. It was between this one and Wastelands 3, and I had to drop Wastelands 3 just because of that game-breaking bug at the very end of the game, and CK3 I had to include on here just because it was revelatory for me, and it brought me back to kind of like this PC age that I didn't realize how much I'd been missing since the days of like Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2, and, you know, those kind of classic turn-based, or not turn-based, but those classic RPGs, and, you know, between everything you can do in this game, go listen to our episode with the relationships you can build, the plot you can scheme, the 
uh, court that you can actually, you know, bribe or, you know, try to gift over to obtain money and power. It's just incredible taking over land. And I finally had to drop it because if I didn't drop it when I did, it would have been the only game I played this year. So Crusader Kings 3 is my number six. Todd, what is your That's number amazing, six? sir. Thank That's you. That's fucking amazing. Just like you. Thank You're you. You're fucking amazing, man. I appreciate it. Thank that you. That was a good suggestion. My number six. I mean, my number five. No, it's right? your number. Yeah, it's your number five. You got to start. Number five. Yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Excellent choice. One or two. I went back and forth on putting this one on my list. Um, Some caveat. Two games on here specifically because they're on my PC, too. Yeah. That's what another reason why I say, okay, this is just our favorite things and why. But this is my nostalgia game. This is the one we went back and forth on. I think we had a list earlier, and I was like, I don't know if I can put it on this because it's a remake of blah, 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 and that cliche shit that everybody's going to say. But as far as 2020 um, and going back and making sure I spent some more time with that game in particular before we did this list to really touch bases with it as far as what they did with that game and how they recreated the whole thing and just the positivity and the fun and something that I needed this year, that game was a game that I have to have on my top seven this year. Absolutely. So, um, I would suggest that to anybody. It's uh, it's not a $60 game, and it's going to carry you through some rough times, man, with just some good old nostalgic, well-balanced, skateboard, challenging, fun times, lottery playability, great soundtrack, fucking Tony Hawk is a hero. And it's kind of felt redemptive to me for what they did to the previous series and all the other uh, with the skate genre that we missed when Lil Wayne started skating. So that is my number fizzive, good sir. I dig it. I dig it. We'll talk a little bit more about Tony Hawk's in just a moment. My number five is a little bit lower on my list, even though I absolutely loved it because it actually, there was more storytelling element than gameplay element. But if you remember me talking about this game, I was addicted from the get as far as where the story was going. And that is 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Something about this story, the way it unfolds, the different characters you play as, the clue system, um, how the story actually you find out the truth about what's really going on and the way they reveal that. Um, The fact that it comes from this, it's got this great paper doll style art, but when you're playing the actual um scenarios you're playing through the actual strategic scenarios it goes into this kind of almost 80s map to it these references to sci-fi films and 80s sci-fi classics and other anime this it's just all encapsulating a classic for my for my taste this is a classic in my opinion i absolutely loved 13 sentinels aegis rim it was incredibly in depth it was incredibly well-crafted, and the story, you could tell that there was a lot of passion behind this, and there was a lot of passion for, like, 80s sci-fi and 90s sci-fi and even, like, 60s, like, Godzilla films. So it was absolutely wonderful. Um, I highly recommend it if you're looking for a great story. It's one of the best stories I've ever played through. Just know that this game is probably, I think I clocked it in at 48 hours. 48 49 and there's no rushing through this this is the story unfolds how the story unfolds it's not a not a speed running game um but definitely worth the check out if you like it and i was addicted to it so it had to be number five on my list is 13 sentinels aegis rim go check it out atlas publishing 
Send people behind Persona. Go like it, please. Which I will. All right. What's your number four? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I said this Woo! earlier in the year. This for number one. This is the second game specifically. This is the yep. main PC game, and it is uh, admittedly a game I have not beaten yet. So it, it is weird that it's this hot. Um, I got to be very transparent with that. Um, I don't give a fuck though. It's so far, and so will it be. Uh, as far as pound for pound the experience that I'm gonna get and the amount of time that I'm gonna get. It's the uh, there's only one other game on here that I haven't beaten yet, and that's for specific reasons, uh, foreshadowing. But uh, I don't. Yeah, it is what it is. It's my number four. I love the fucking Assassin's Creed uh, series with the good, bad, and ugly of it, with the hatred of the animus parts of it, and not really giving a fuck about that and some of the issues with the game and being such a long run. But if two games so far out of the Assassin's Creed series had a baby, I would want it to be Assassin's Creed Origins and Valhalla so far. So uh, this year I want to stamp it down because this is going to bring me into 2021 too with the Armageddon that uh, we are dealing with in a lot of ways. And I'm really glad about it. Um, It's not anything super over the top in particular special for anybody that does not enjoy the Assassin's Creed series. But you have a fan of it and you're the type of person that's going to play Odyssey for two years, then Valhalla is going to be a grand time for you as well. Uh, I think that's on sale right now as well for like forty four ninety nine. This is a kind of part of this list too. Uh, it's not necessarily about sixty dollar games. Um, it's about the ones that make the most sense for me in the oncoming year. So yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, it's very dope, but also specifically for me on PC. Um, yes. Excellent choice. I've got it downloaded on PC. I need to play it. Because you got the Ubisoft man. I got the Ubisoft Plus. I only did it for Immortals, and then I installed everything, which was totally worth it, by the way. My number four, Todd, you already talked about it, but I absolutely loved it. It was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I made three YouTube videos this year about video games, and one of them was Tony Hawk, and it was totally amazing. It was totally worth it. The other two were Wasteland 3 and uh, Samurai Jack, which both- Part of the reason why Tony Hawk is on my list and not Miles Morales because it was too short is because of that, sir. So, I, I, again, synergy. Synergy, holes. synergy on this one. But, it, Todd, you hit all the great points. It's nostalgia. It gave me a piece of my childhood back. It's got a great soundtrack. It's that it's... We talked a little bit about this on the Top 7 Hip Hop of 2020 when I talked about Jay Electronica being my meditative album. This was my meditative game of the year where I would just sit back if I was having a rough time or I was going through something, I would put on Tony Hawk's pro skater one and two, and I would just vibe like that would be it. It got me into longboarding and it almost killed myself trying to ride a skateboard before I realized I needed to be on a longboard cause I'm too old for a damn skateboard. Um, but that is man, like Tony Hawk's pro skater one and two, it was excellently redone. It could have been crap. It really could have come out, and they could have done the bare minimum, but they didn't. They put everything into this game, and for a game that's not even full-priced, um, $39.99 on launch. I think I got it for $29 because I had some $10 discount or whatever, and it has been one of those that I've consistently come back to time and time again throughout the year. I've probably put 35, 40 hours into it throughout the year, and it's never been wasted. It's never, and I'll continue to come back to it on a regular basis. I absolutely love right. that game. And I love that you put the cost analysis in there, too, because that's, yeah. I think, part of this year. There's a layered reason why that's kind of important, because uh, 
you know, that's like even on the flip side of it, you can also take into account some of the drama or lack thereof in the game to kind of affect the score. I think this year's list is more of a scale with us about just cost. Yeah. Like the value, the cost analysis of it as well. It's not just, you know what I'm saying, the the drama surrounding the game. Absolutely. Like how much gaming are you gonna do? How how does it make us feel? So now nah, you know Tony Hawk, right? But we were both excited. That's it's the nipples tits, man. It is the nipples tits. I love it. I love that phrase too. Todd, what is your number three of the year? Final Fantasy Seven. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Not being a Final Fantasy fan, not knowing anything about it like that, like not giving a fuck about it like that, not not knowing anything, but just never really getting into it, missing yeah. the boat. It's a 20-year-old game. It was a lot of fucking pressure on the game. It was a lot of expectations of that game, and it was one of those games I was kind of like hoping that I would enjoy based on the fact that it went from turn-based to a more, uh, you know, it just gave you more options. You could play turn-based in a way, but it was more of an action RPG this year, and that worked for me because that could have been a full shit show completely and it is just a beautiful piece of work it was it worked well there was not many issues with it now it does have it is it does have that classic kind of devil may cry uh feel in some areas as far as a little bit being on the track it's not quite open world open world um but it's a fucking amazing game it really could i was debating on if it was going to be my number one game of the year, you know, but um, Final Fantasy VII for me, or for some people, I can see how it wouldn't be on their list at all, but it had to be in my one of my top three games of the year by far. I had a great experience with that. So Final Fantasy VII, good sir. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. My number three. We talked to death about this game the last couple weeks is Cyberpunk 2077. My number three is Cyberpunk 2077. A few reasons why it's my number three slot is portions is because i haven't gotten far enough into the game i haven't beaten it and i usually don't put games on my list that i haven't beaten but i couldn't avoid not putting this one on my list the other one is just i mean where there's some bugs and launch sure but it's some of the drama and controversy i love the storyline though i don't care what anybody says if you haven't played it go do yourself a favor and play this game Go find a way to play this game. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't. You probably can't. We record. Well, maybe right now you can. But now um, you probably can. Yeah. If you hadn't bought it, you know, whatever. You're screwed. If well, you I haven't mean, bought it'll it. It'll be fine. It'll be back out. It'll be back out. But when it's available, go play this game. It is by far one of the defining cinematic storytelling experiences I've ever played. It's incredibly revelatory. And it's incredible how much it's really just changed the way that I feel about first-person games and RPGs and how RPGs can be done. Uh, we talked about it to death, though. There's a whole Patreon about it, but I'm not going to go any further into it. But my number three is Cyberpunk 2077. I think it's cursed. I got so upset at this glass breaking everywhere behind the Cyberpunk 2077. The shit was attacking all the noise. This goddamn Final Desti Destination around this. Final place. Destination! Talking about the Cyberpunk. But nah, man, I'm glad you brought that up because we're on to my number two. Mm -hmm. Cyberpunk 2077. I so figured I as much. a lot of time on it. Um, yeah. And I'm being childish. Maybe I'm being contrarian. Or maybe I'm just being honest on how I feel right now. It's, uh, it's the other game I haven't finished. I'm close to finishing it. But I'm not tripping about it either. I've spent... I'm, now I'm probably closer to... I'm getting... I'm tapping on 45. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I spent a good chunk with it. Um and with the 1.05 download that came out today, like I can already see a major improvement. You know, I purposely got it on Pro. 
because I knew you were getting on PC, and I was in hopes of getting a fucking uh, PlayStation Five. But I mean, I don't even really want to talk about reasoning why it's on um, on my list where it is. I mean, a good chunk of that conversation is going to be on the Patreon, so you could check that out there. But yeah, so my number two, that's it's fucking. Cyberpunk 2077 for 2020. Yes. Excellent, excellent selection. Could have easily been my number two, but my number two went to Final Fantasy VII Remake. And the reason is, is because it's one of my favorite series of all time, Final Fantasy. The remake was everything I wanted it to be. The way that they broke the story open, and now we're doing something completely different with the story, and I can't wait for part two. And it had my favorite boss battle of the year, which was Sephiroth. It was amazing. It was frustrating. It was incredible. It was everything I wanted it to be. It was not just a pushover boss battle. It was literally one that I had to sit there and think about, and I think I had to play that final fight maybe three times before I got the rhythm down to where I could beat him. And then I beat him and in such a thin slice of health too. Like such a like it was just such a tiny victory that I love and you know me, I love those tiny victories. Like those are the best ones. Not ones where I'm outright destroying somebody, not ones where they're outright destroying me. It's where evenly matched and it's just it's tipping one way or another. Biden. Biden. But no, it was incredible though, man. Like Fuck him. Anyway, uh, and I played this on I played this on the PS4 base too, and this sucker made my PS4 sound like a jet engine, like it was loud. But I had to plug in a laptop cooler just to play it because it would overheat during battles. Um, but it was incredible, man! It was absolutely an incredible experience. Final Fantasy Summer Remake. Don't forget to mark that time where I fucked it up, just entered and interjecting for no reason, but no great choice. (laughs) You know how much I love that game too. Was, yeah, I must all of that game too. It was so um, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I think we all know what your number one is of the year. Go to Tsushima. Go buy it. <laughs> it I don't want to talk that shit. Show's over. Fair enough. My number one of the year, Hades. I could not put Hades on my list. The more I thought about it, the more I played it, the more I dove into that game and the lore and what Supergiant did with roguelike and dungeon exploring. The artwork, the music, the style, the fights, the builds, the weaponry, everything about that game was absolutely mind-blowing. And that was one of those games, too. When I'm talking about my list at the end of the year, I have to be honest with myself. And it's like, how much time did I actually spend in Hades? And I look and I was like, oh, I played Hades for 57 and a half hours. And you are playing through the same levels over and over again. But I couldn't wait, and I still want to go back and play through more of it. I still want to go back and keep playing through that game. Keep beating that, or actually beating Hades himself and moving on to go find my mother. Um, that's my number one game of the year. What about your also runs, Todd? Oh, man. Uh, Last of Us Part Two is one of my favorites. I love the sex scene in that. Um, Marvel Avengers. Um, that's a great game. They just came out with Katie Boobop, Katie Boobop, Doodop, uh, with the arrows. I'm looking forward Katie to that. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't get this year sucked because Cyberpunk sucked. <laughs> Fucking 2020 sucked. Now nah, <laughs> everything sucks. Fucking sucks. Everything sucks. Last of Us Part Two sucked. It I, was great. It was I love that game. I gave it, it a ten best. out it's of really, ten. It's really the best game to ever come out. It dropped its nuts on my forehead, and I liked it. Why? What's wrong with me? I don't know. I'm going to have to listen to this one. But no, I mean, serious shit. 2020 has been the most weird-ass fucking craziest year. It is. 
So my also runs really don't matter. Uh, this one, give it back to us, baby. Top seven of the year. Yes. This could be a broad list. No problems. A lot of people don't have to agree with these lists or whatever, but uh, I'm interested as usual. These are Supremely personal choices. interested in this weird. You're right. But this weird year, I'm really looking forward to the list that came out. Like, who who does Call of Duty? Uh, but yeah, I know you got some also runs. Um, yeah, I got. What, what were your also runs? Bro? I got a few. I got the good one. Few to run down here. Trials of Mana made the also run list. Excellent little RPG on the Switch. I didn't play enough of it, so it didn't make my list. Minecraft Dungeons. A lot of people talked about how disappointed this they were this year with that one. But me and Bob had a blast playing through it. It was pretty simple. It just wasn't what people wanted it to be. SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. I'm always going to be a 3D platformer guy. Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's addictive. I couldn't put it on my list, though, because I don't feel like it's a video game. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning. I had a blast with that on Xbox One. I'm still playing it. Genshin Impact. Kind of a bizarre little free-to-play. Ever We've talked about this one, but your your girl was addicted to it. I've been playing it on cell phone. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Of course, I didn't play enough of it, but I absolutely love that game. Samurai Jack Battle Through Time, of course. Streets of Rage 4. Star Wars Squadron, Squadrons. Genshin Impact. Uh, oh, that was on there twice. Apparently, I loved it so much. Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive edition. I didn't put it on my list because technically it's a remake. They added some content. But it's a remake. Animal Crossing New Horizon. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. I put Genshin Impact on here three times. Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Wasteland 3. And if there was a number 8 slot, it would have gone to Ghost of Tsushima this year. So that is my also run list. Also run. Again, Todd was right. We want to hear what you think about our list. And we want to hear what you are your favorite games of the year. So let us know. You can find us at skipthetutorialpodcast at gmail.com, facebook.com backslash skipthetutorialpod, instagram.com backslash skipthetutorialpod, twitter, it's stt underscore pod, and uh, I don't think I'm missing anything as far as where you can find us. Am I? No, I don't think I am. Let us know! That's been 2020, Todd. We're done with 2020. We're finished. 2020's over. And then January 1st, <laughs> 2020. 2020 comes around again. <laughs> it just says it just repeats. It's like Groundhog's Day. We just kind of live the year over again. Or just like what happens on 2021 if January 1st hits and it just like a big siren goes off and goes, this is the purge. Please get inside all of your houses. Man, you are really trying to kill your neighbors. I don't know why this keeps coming up. I just got a package for him yesterday, and I put it in my house. With, with one neighbor's head in it every week now? What's in the you box? Need a, you, need a, you need to get the fuck out the house. What's in the box? Nah, man. I love that uh, moment. It's always a pleasure, though, bro. For real, it's a blessing again to do this thing with you, man. I fucking love everybody that listens to the show and made it another year with us i really don't even see how you've done it um but i'll give you kudos and congratulations to making it another year with us 100 percent. keep this thing going man um as long as we can bro uh yeah that's it like for real thank y'all for listening again man like i can't believe it's been another year and we still hell yeah rocking together the tribe's still growing Y'all made 2020 a great year for us. So real shit. All just aside, man. Salute yourself. Thank you for the support you've given to the Samaritan Inn. Thank you for 
the support you give us on a daily basis. Thanks for making the Discord great again. I hope everybody's had a wonderful, happy holiday and the vaccine hasn't fucking hurt anybody too much. It turned your people into gremlins and everybody is all good. I could go on and on about how much y'all appreciate it. Um, look in the mirror and know that you, you are special. And on that note, have a great day. And as we always do before we sign off, stay. Oh, real quick. Sorry. I wanted to tell you real quick my worst game of the year. Battletoads. Fuck Battletoads. 37 Battletoads. Done with it. All right. Have a great. Well, now let's not end it out on something negative. That's <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, yeah, everybody. Fuck you. Hey, Have fuck you, day. Battletoads. Uh, now, I mean, but, yeah, but if you want to give your worst games on the list, too. But, we want to uh, know. Yeah. Yeah. But on a positive note, for real, man, let's let's get into the new year on a fresh start. Hopefully we can rebound off of the bullshit and the negativity. And hopefully we're still alive. Y'all stay humble. Hopefully. Good night, Cambodia. Good morning, Russia. I know you're spying on me. I know you're spying. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Stay humble.